Well, fairly small moves on the markets today, but the direction seems clear. Yields are getting lower. The assumption is rates will be getting lower in the United States, maybe sooner rather than later. And data seems softer. But of course, it can only take a surprise upside on inflation to blow all that thingy out of the water. So fingers crossed. It's Tuesday, the 28th of November, 2023. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. Well, the US dollar is down today, down 0.2%. The yen is up 0.6%. The Aussie dollar is up 0.3%, over 66 uh, US cents now, reaching the highest point it's been for three months. Oil is a tad lower, 0.8% off WTI. Brent is down 0.7%. Brent is uh, $80 a barrel now. US stocks are down, down 0.2% for the Dow and the S&P at close. The Nasdaq closed down 0.1%. Healthcare, industrials, financials, energy, consumer staples, they're all down. The rises are in real estate and consumer discretionary. In Europe, shares are down there as well, 0.4% off the DAX and the Eurostox 50 at close and the CAC current and the FTSE 100 all falling in unison, it seems, and bond yields are heading lower, down 8 basis points for 10-year treasuries to 4.38%. German bunds are down 10 basis points, down 9 in France, 7 in the UK. Aussie 10 years were up 2 basis points yesterday to 4.56%. Now, 5 basis points lower than that on fu- uh, on futures. So, a quiet session, very little economic news. Nab Sky Masters joins me today. I mean, there was a sizable two-year uh, note auction in the United States, $54 billion worth of bonds. How did that go, and uh, and what can we draw from it? Morning, Phil. Yeah, we actually had both two-year and five-year note auctions this morning. The five-year has just, um, just been conducted. And look, both um, drew softish demand. So I don't think you can draw much you know, in, in, out of that in terms of what bond yields are doing. Um, you know, you can recall when we've seen softer... Um, you know, 30-year bond auctions, yields have actually sold off in response. But um, the the note auctions that we've seen this morning seem to have had little impact on on, on market sentiment. Um, but as I said, the, the two-year note auction was the weakest um, since the start of the year um, in, in terms of the, the demand stats. The five-year auction drew slightly better bidding than we saw in the previous auction, which was the weakest um, for the year. Um, but the demand stats are still below average. So no, not not a surprise, really, um, given where yields are at. You know, we have seen quite a significant rally in, in Treasury yields since um, since the latest um, inflation print. Um, and so I'm, I'm not really surprised that demand was was on the softer side. Right. So the the fact that yields are, are, are down so much today is just the continuation of that story then, that we're getting softer data, the expectation that the, the, the Fed has finished and uh, there's only one direction from here for interest rates and that's down. Yeah, look, I think we're seeing sort of range trading really in, in, in bond yields um, at the moment. So, you know, US 10 year is sort of tracking in a 436 to 455 trading range um, and, you know, we're, we're on, on my read at the moment, the US 10-year is tracking at 439. So, you know, 10 basis points below the 430 close yesterday. So um, still still within that within that trading range. Um, what what has caused the, the pullback in, in yields overnight? You know, we've had 10-year um, bonds were down nine basis points. I think gilts are, are down um, seven basis points. There's really not a lot of new information that's come out overnight. Um, you have had BOE Bailey was was speaking. Um, you know, he, he was pointing to um, some good 
um, you know, in, in inflation news out of out of um, out of the UK, but but still pointing to no imminent moves in um, in in rates yet. Um, and Lagarde didn't really say. Any, anything new either. Um, she did talk but, about it having having to do it faster, didn't she? Because she started to bring in, you know, the need to get investment for the energy transition. So, you know, the, there was a bit of expediency needed to try and get inflation down to, to 2% so that they could encourage this energy transition to happen. Well, yes, but I mean, I would read that as saying, you know, um, rates need to stay higher for longer um, so that you can ensure that, that inflation does get back down to target. Yeah. So that's sure. not a that's not a, a story that would necessarily cause bond yields to rally, um, but we have we have seen them yields push lower overnight. Yeah, it's just another tilt on the same story, isn't it? Higher for, higher for longer until the job's done. It's going to be hard work, is what uh, Andrew Bailey said. I love the way central bankers always say this is going to this is going to be hard work, as though it's actually not that hard for a central banker. It's just hard for everybody else, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so softer data in the US. Uh, we, we had a bit of that as well, didn't we, overnight? So new home sales. I know this is all sort of secondary data, but new home sales have been holding up fairly well, haven't they? Because if you wanted a home, you, there just wasn't the stock of established dwellings. We've covered that story quite a bit. But now it seems like new homes are coming down as well. So a decrease of 5.6% in one month, which was worse than expected from a rise of 8.6% uh, the month before. So we've now got falling sales against rising inventories in new homes and strangely a rise in building permits as well. So the stock is there. The demand is not there. So that has to say, yes, higher interest rates are having the impact that you'd expect from them and people are stopping spending. Yeah, so you know, it, it is a volatile series, this one. So I would, would point that out. But um, mm. if you're looking at the trend, um, it does appear that that recent rise is starting to, to flatline. Um, so, yep. you know, de- definitely sort of saying that, that maybe maybe things are starting to slow. And, you know, I think that's what you are seeing in, in overall in the data coming out of the US of late um, is that you yep. know, you're starting to see that the impact of, of um, the, the higher cash rate feeding into the data, you know, the Dallas Fed, Report, you know, manufacturing port was out overnight as well. You know, it, it is you know second tier, but but it came in weaker than expected, and and the detail within within that report was quite weak. You know, the new orders dipped um, to their lowest level since November two thousand twenty two. Yeah, from minus eight point eight to minus twenty point five. That was quite a fall. Yep, yep. That 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 was weak, and then the employment index also edged edged lower, you know, pointing to. Um, in slow, slower employment growth going forward. So, I mean, you know, consistent story. You know, demand is softening now. It's we're starting to see the impact. So, all of that points to perhaps you know that the the Fed will be starting to move with rate cuts earlier. So, we might find ourselves in that unusual situation where they're starting to lower rates while the RBA is still looking at, you know, pushing them up a bit. And we've got Michelle Bullock talking on a panel in Hong Kong later. And, of course, she's been saying lately that inflation is now a domestic concern. Uh, so what that means for how the RBA reacts is the question. Uh, they meet next week, of course. They have been sounding hawkish. No one's expecting them to, to do anything next week. But it'll be interesting. Uh, every time she talks now, we're going to be, we'll be looking for hints about when and if and how often, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you know, we don't think that we'll really get any anything new um, out of her speech t- today. Um, you know, we we got a lot of information uh, last week, mm. so hard to see her really adding to that. Um, potentially, she obviously could, but um, yeah, she she 
you know, as as Sally um, said on on the podcast with you last week, you know, it was it was she sounded very hawkish. Yeah. Um, and you know, so you know, NAB has penciled in the rate hike for February. The market's not fully convinced on that. Um, I think they're pricing around um, thirteen basis points, twelve basis points of hikes for February. Um, but you know, by by May, the market's nearly got a full full rate hike price for the RBA. With a terminal cash rate at, at four fifty four, um, so yeah, as as you said previously, yeah, you know the the RBA still at risk of of tightening policy next year when you know markets are looking at other central banks and and starting to you know price in well when when's the first rate cut going to be going to be delivered? Yeah, retail sales today for Australia. Uh, these are the numbers for October. NAB has uh, just released its online retail sales index for October, which showed higher growth, 3.3% for the month, 9.6% on an annual basis. Uh, fashion that had been on the slide for several months has bounced back. Media was the only category that showed a monthly contraction, which, you know, the weather's getting better. So who wants to stay in and watch Netflix? But, I mean, the fact that those numbers are, you know, 3.3% for the month, uh, That's I, I wonder whether that's going to be reflected in the, in the overall numbers. It's only a slice of the bigger picture, of course. But, you know, that is another sign of resilience in retail. Yes. And, and um, for this print, NABAC, for the um, official retail sales print, um, NABAC, she has a penciled in a, a small decline of, of 0.4%. Um, but the consensus is at is plus 0.2% for October. Um, so we are saying, you know, we need to probably be careful reading too much into, into this print. Um, that's sort of suggesting that it's quite difficult to read um, this print given the the rise of Black Friday and Cyber Monday shopping, etc. Mm. Um, so, you know, even if it is a, is a softish print um, or even a stronger print, what our suggestion is is not to extrapolate too much out of this 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 number. Right. Okay. Well, uh, another quiet day ahead as well. So, German consumer confidence, the the conference board. Yeah, consumer confidence in the US as well. US house prices, we've got Waller and Bowman uh, from the Fed both speaking. We've got the Dallas Fed Services Index, the Richmond Fed Manufacturing Index. So all little bits of information, but nothing there really that's going to change the dial significantly over the next 24 hours, is there? No, no. Look, really, we're, we're waiting for, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we're waiting for, for data out later in the week. You know, obviously the yeah. um, Aussie monthly CPI print, um, but then also in, in the US, the, the, the PCE numbers. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, we did a very good job of filling in the day there, you and I. (laughs) Uh, And uh, we'll catch you again very soon. Thanks. Thanks, Phil. It was just a bit of one of those in-betweeny days, wasn't it? But still, I mean, the markets have chosen the direction. Let's see what the data in the rest of the week brings. That's it for now, though. I'm Phil Dobby for NAB. Thanks for listening.